Okay, this sounds like hold music. It's, it's not hold music. It's uh, from a TV show. Now, this is probably like a bastardized version of the song to take the words out. It sounds familiar. You said it's from a, a show? Yeah. Is it like a live action, like sitcom type situation? Yeah, it's a sitcom. Um... Let me give you. Uh, let, me, let me give it to you with the words. Now, now keep in mind that there very well could be an ad that pops in here. So, you know, it is what it is. Yep, there's the ad. Woohoo! Uh, oh yeah, these ads are terrible. We could skip it now. Here we go. Woo! This is, this is not a podcast about. 90s and 80s sitcom theme songs, but here we go. But I like the game. Wait, I know this. Hold on. Sounds so familiar. Was this like on Nick at Night? I'm not sure. It may have gotten there. I definitely know this. Why does this make me think of Full House when I know I'm wrong? Yeah, I know it's not Full House. I know this, but I don't know it. It sounds so familiar. All right. So this is a show about a single mother and her whore of a mother. So there's three generations living in this household and she, the main character, I suppose you could consider her to be the main character, the single mother, um, the middle generation here, hires or is looking to hire a nanny for who's, the, who's the boss. Who's the boss? There you go. Okay. I have seen that on Nick at Night. That was with, um. oh, that dude. Yeah. Um, you know, and Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano was his daughter. Okay. They ended up living yeah. in the house and of being a nanny. And there was a, while I don't know for sure, because it's been a long time since these shows were on, it's been a long time since I've watched any of it. Although there are, I don't know, a season or two that you can pick up on if you've got Amazon Prime. Um, I don't know that there was always a bunch of sexual tension between yeah. Angela and Tony, but I don't know that they ever got it on. Oh, if anybody knows, I remember that. we'd love that input and love to know. It more. was on Nick at night. I remember watching it on Nick at night. I, I don't, yeah, I don't remember exactly that, but, um, yeah, I, I, again, it's, I'm sure it's something that we could Google to see if they ever did it. Um, I always, you know, that's always something that I'm interested in, in TV shows, whether the, the these characters do it, when they do it. The one thing that I notice is that as they're about to get it on, the music always changes. So we Wait, always, what? We, when we're watching the show, if you, if you watch, watch some sort of TV show, any show, okay? When, when two characters are about to, um, you know, cross that threshold of doing it, 
the music always changes like that tension. I mean, and I always, I am always team like in shows like that. Like I want them to get together like shows like, okay. The nanny is like a good example where like, you know, like the whole show is like, there's tension and you know, they're going to get together and rewatching it. Um, I've rewatched some of it because it keeps popping up on like our TV because we have, I think it's a Roku TV and every once in a while it'll be like, Oh, you get like one season and it's, you know, I'm like, first of all, there's a lot more sexual tension than I ever realized. And second of all, like the whole time I am just rooting for them to get together. Like, I feel like I'm the target audience for like, when they're like, oh, we're going to like string people along and have these characters get together and you're going to root for them the whole time. That's me. Like yeah. I am there. I am there for it. It's so like, do you know if they ever get together? Oh, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They get, I think they have a kid. I'm obsessed with the nanny. I've seen it a million times. Okay, they do get together, right? Don't they have a kid? Yeah, I think she finds out she's pregnant at a sea lodge. Ooh. And I want to say, like, the Clintons are there. Oh. <laughs> um, I need to, like, watch the later episodes because I've only seen some of the earlier ones recently. Like, I think the furthest along I saw was when they are just getting together. So, oh, such a good show. Um, well, it was like, I watched New Girl, um, which I watched it for a while because they were Zoe Deschanel's character and like the main like love interest of like, will they, won't they, they get together and then they break them up. And as soon as they broke them up, I stopped watching. I was like, that's enough of this for me. I waited for this. We're here. And now they did me dirty and I never watched it again. They, they love doing that. Like the, another one that's like that, we'll, we'll, we'll connect the dots all Kevin Bacon style here. Um, Emily Deschanel, the sister of Zoe Deschanel, yeah. is in that show Bones, and her and um, I don't know the dude that was the vampire in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've never um, seen Buffy. There's a ton of tension for a, a ton of seasons in that show, and then they eventually get together. She ends up getting pregnant. I don't remember how it ends, even though I've seen it all the way through within the past couple of years. But that was a fun show. I've seen a few episodes of that here and there, I recall. And I, I liked what I watched of it. Um, but yeah, so good stuff. Good, good music game. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I figured I'd bring that in to commemorate the fact that COVID is officially over. Um, oh. Wait, why does that commemorate the fact? It has nothing to do with it, but, uh, you know, in, in a podcast full of random shenanigans, awkward and, and sometimes not even a segue segues, that was, that was my segue. That's what I got. Love it. So, um, yeah, because what's the latest today? Well, as of the time that we're recording this, you are now no longer required to wear a mask on an airplane. And I guess that is any public transportation. And up and until some of the recent travel I've done, masks were all required. I personally think, and I don't know if you guys agree or not, I don't care. Air, airplanes are a place and airports are a place that I will most likely continue to wear a mask because I, people are animals. And I think that it, it, this whole thing, these past two or so years have kind of changed my perspective on people and the way that they behave and act and things like that. And I guess 
you know, for a lot of people, when you're traveling, like the the Disney trip that I just went on, a lot of the shit gets planned out for months and months and months at a time. So you don't know if you're going to get a cold or this, that, and the other. And people are unwilling to, and sometimes financially, it makes absolutely no sense to cancel stuff like that. So you just kind of go at it full bore and you got to go anyway. But just, you know, I think I notice a lot more people that are coughing and half sick and and not necessarily with COVID, but who knows what, whatever the fuck they've got. It's still their germs in the I don't mask want will it. help you. I don't want it. And, you know, I know that they recirculate air through the planes and they, they, they probably still have all the same HEPA filters that they had before the pandemic, but just decided that, hey, we're going to put it on a piece of paper and tell you about it now uh, that they did afterwards. But you know, fuck it. I can tell you right now, I've, I've gotten a lot less sick over these past couple of years. You know, that, that sinus infection that you get every year or every couple of years, shit like that. Like I haven't been getting that kind of stuff, not on wood. Yeah. Same. So, you know, if that's the kind of thing that me wearing a mask in places where, you know, that are basically a fucking zoo full of people are going on, then I'm going to be that guy still wearing a mask, even though I don't have to. And as the anti-maskers would say, that's that's freedom of choice, is it not? Yeah. I, I choose to protect myself. Fuck you. I agree. I also haven't really gotten sick, um, but I, I don't get sick a lot. Um, I don't get sick a lot, which means that when I am sick, everyone needs to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> kind of my thought, because... I'm not going to be like, oh, I have a little sniffle. I'm sick. You know, I mean, obviously since COVID, I am a lot more careful if I like were not to feel well, I would be like, you know, hey, full disclosure, like this is so, you know, because we are, I think, all more acutely aware of how germs spread and just have a greater sensitivity to others of not feeling well. But if I don't feel great, like, you know, if I don't feel great, but, but I'm like working from home, like, you know, or whatever, no one needs to know. But if I'm actively telling people like I am sick, that means I am actively like really not doing great. And y'all can fuck off Liz's thoughts on that. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, I think there are places where, you know, and especially because you're in such closed quarters in an airplane, like if you're right next to someone. Well, and you've got just this hodgepodge of people from all over the place. Like, you don't know, like, you're on a plane, you're boarding. So let's, we'll we'll take the next flight that I think that I have on my itinerary is me going to Las Vegas. I'm flying out of Baltimore's airport. I have a direct flight into Vegas. I, I am going there from home. But there are plenty of people who are boarding that plane going home to Vegas, and they may not be coming from Baltimore. They may may be connecting from who knows where. So you've got 140 people on this plane coming from all over the place, at least funneling on this five-hour flight to the same place at the moment. Some of those people are going to get off of that plane, go board another plane, take it to who knows where, because that's just the way that the flights route. And they're going to be many hoes from too many area codes, except it's codes, it's germs. It's exactly. And yeah, you know, 
But you know what they say, bitches be cray. So who decided that you don't have to wear a mask anymore? Like, was this the FAA or is this, where did this come from? I think it started with the CDC. They had set a date to end it all sometime. I think it was in March and then they postponed that a month. And then yeah. I think that the 18th yesterday was the first day. Um, and it'll be a week ago by the time that this episode airs was the first day that, Hey, it's off. We're good. You don't have to. Now, again, I flew back from Disney on the 17th. So masks were still required. There was not, you know, where I was any sort of, you know, proclamation or advertising or anything like that that was like, oh, hey, tomorrow you guys will be all set or you know, whatever, because they just assume that most people are, I mean, some people are flying on these planes for the first time ever, for the first time in a long time, for what will be the the last time in a long time. You know, they're not all like me hopping on and off of planes 50 times a fucking year. Yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to see what, uh, what will develop and whether it stays this way. Um, again, I, I'm not a scientist. I just assume that by wearing this mask, I've helped keep myself at least somewhat healthier. Maybe I've it's low off. risk. It's not like it's anything, it's not like it's hard to do. Yeah, what's the worst thing that happens? You know what I nothing. mean? Nothing. Nothing. You have to breathe in your own coffee breath. That's literally it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've worn a mask on a plane pre-COVID a couple of times. Um, I was sick once and I actually told a flight attendant, like I went on the flight with a mask and I was like, look, I'm like really sick, but like, I gotta get home. It's like an hour and a half flight and I was seated next to kids. And I was like, Hey, can you move my seat? Like, I don't want to get these kids sick. And this MVP of a woman put me in a row by myself, like three rows behind everybody else. And I had like essentially like six rows around me of nothing. And I just got to sleep with my sick, sick self for that hour and a half with no one around. And she was super nice. She was like, do you need anything? And I was like, snacks. <laughs> so that's my, but I assume that's not like a, now you can't tell anybody you're sick on a plane. No. It'll just be like, you cannot party on here anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's you get looked at sideways if you cough. Yeah. And rightfully so. I always yeah. did that, though. I, I'm so judgy. I hate when people, like, cough or sniffle. And I'm like, that's just who I am. Like, I'm always sniffling because I'm disgusting and I'm allergic to everything. But I, um, yeah, I'm just generally, generally out because I pick from everything. So I almost always get sick when I fly. So I don't know if I totally hate this mask life. Uh, I like that it's optional now, though. I've gotten, uh, I, look. I, I eight-hour like, flights are too long. Yeah, I like that, but again, I'll probably continue to use because it makes sense to me. Uh, one thing that I have started doing anytime that I either start to feel a tickle or, um, you know, before and after flights, things like that is... I will flush 
my sinuses. Like, I don't know. Oh, if was this seen... that thing that you talked about? It's not like a neti pot, but it's like something similar. We've talked it's, about it. It's before. got similarities to a neti pot. Yeah. Um, they, they make one that they market the shit out of and it's expensive and it's like electronic called Navage. Um, yeah. That one. I mean, it's, you can pay like 75 bucks for that, or you can just go in the same section of most pharmacies and get, it's just like this little bottle um, that has these salt packets in it. And you just mix water and a salt packet. And then you flush both of your nostrils. And I think it's practically doing the same thing. The, the Navaj thing just hooks up and there's electronics and it just, you know, there's less work involved. But I don't think that there's really any need for the expensive one. How um, do you flush out your sinuses? Like just pour water up your nose? This yeah, basically salt done. water and it cleans it. So like you put your head back and pour water in your nostril. Um, I, no, you just put it straight up there. Like squirt it up there? Pretty much, yeah. Where does it come out? The other nostril. Ugh. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Look, it's, it's absolutely 100% weird the first time you do it no doubt but it it cleans your ass out i haven't had a sinus infection in three years and you know no complaints here i i take one with me like i said i've got you know the draft is next week later this week from the perspective of when this podcast drops i'm hopping on an airplane to vegas i will be i will likely flush before i go and flush upon my return. I'm not a very. Oh, I mean, when I get there, before I leave, so person. In that weekend, I'll probably do it four times. Why not? Again, kind of like the wearing the mask. What do you have to lose? Yeah, it doesn't hurt anything. Not at all. So, like, speaking of like those weird medical devices, I keep getting targeted ads on Facebook for. Uh, this device and I don't remember what it's called it has like some silly name but um it's like an electronic (laughs) no no um no it's an electronic ear cleaning device and I want to say I think I remember the name and I'm gonna look it up to be sure that I am saying it correct but um but it is a hundred dollars because I clicked it because it kept getting um, oh, yep. Here it is. Um, it is the Axle Glade Spade, and it's um, it's a hundred dollars. And I guess it has like a little app where you it hooks up to your phone. So and there's like a light on it, so you can like see inside your ear as you clean it. Weird. I think I've seen that before. And don't worry. Now that you've talked about it, my phone's sitting right here. Oh, my phone can't It'll come up because of the headphones. They I don't know. I, I think I'm safe as long as People I don't know, though. As long as I don't say anything about what you're saying, although it's the audio is coming through the computer, everything's all interconnected now. I guess we'll see. We'll it's see. Weird. I but it kind of seems cool. I did not spend a hundred dollars on it, but I mean, I don't think it would be the stupidest purchase. I feel like. Every like good day starts with like sticking a Q-tip in your ear. Even you're, you're not, not supposed, supposed to. Do. You're not. You're not. But what else are you supposed to do? I do it all the time. You're apparently yeah. supposed to spend a hundred bucks on this device. Yeah. I use Q-tips all the time. I'm obsessed. Nothing bad has ever happened to my ears. Not gonna lie. Yeah, 
it's just so satisfying. So I feel like, like I having wet ears, it. which is really stupid, but I just yeah, I do it I all the time. Having wet ears. Yeah, I break those rules. I like to feel I, I, I at least think that I do a pretty good job of, of cleaning them out, but who knows? Who knows? You can tell. It's like look at the Q tip. You either have done a good job or you like you either have clean ears or you do look, not have clean ears. The videos that are trying to sell the device for a hundred bucks that Liz is getting these ads for will have you believe that while you're getting some out, you're pushing even more down into the crevices. Well, that of- is always what I It'll think also because- come back up eventually. I'll look at the Q-tip and the Q-tip usually comes out clean because my ears are generally clean because I clean them so much. Why don't our ears throw up the way that our, our throats do? Like with I mean, my dog's ears would say otherwise. This dog has got some fucking issues. <laughs> Cleaning his ears all the time. And this stuff is like coming out. We did weeks and weeks and weeks of like antibiotic treatment. I don't know what this Dude needs help. Do you use Q-tips or some sort of suction thing? What do you use? No, I use cotton swabs. You're not supposed to use Q-tips on a dog's ear because it doesn't go straight down. It like curves and you can fuck shit up. I think that's um, the I do same use them like on the outside use. of his ear, like the top part, because like it's got all these little crevices, but they're like at the top and you can see them. They don't go anywhere. So um, yeah. <laughs> my gross story let's talk about something fun well speaking of bodily functions i just got an update that my kid has been doing good at potty training that's good who's potty training her the nanny you got so sick of it didn't you so nobody's wearing pants in that house is what you're saying nobody's wearing pants yeah it's i mean she's doing it at the nannies then we're doing it at home so it's you know because you gotta it's a tag team effort but today i did get the update that she pooped in the potty which was great because she hadn't done that before what i could have done without is the picture of her potty with the turd in it yeah yeah i believed it i there was a group chat between me the nanny my husband my mother and my husband's mother and it was a picture of the potty with poop and it said like woohoo she pooped in the potty which the sentiment is great woohoo she pooped in the potty that's all you needed like i believe you a little self-respect i believe you yeah so you know, but in case anyone wants a picture of my kids, no turd, one, no one does. I didn't. Hey, guess Your what? Your kid we're doesn't not, even want this out there. Guess what? We're not putting on Instagram, and that's <laughs> this not, picture. They're not putting it. No one needed to see there it. There is not a subscriber level. There's not a <laughs> listener level. There's not at the time in which let's fast forward to two years from now, we've got a Patreon. There's not some Patreon level that's ever going to go back and have this photo released. Sorry, no poop for you. (laughs) But it's nice that she's been doing that. It's like, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's such a weird process because I like, I don't even know you just like put her on the potty and wait till she goes. And then she goes and you say, yay. And hopefully she just associates that with people being happy. Oh my yes. gosh. So, I mean, it's fine. Do, so. Have you read the book? Everybody poops to her. No. Should I get a copy? Uh, that's a book. It's a thing. Yeah. Cause I guess some kids are like, everybody's appreh- kid read this. Uh, th- th- I, I guess some people this. get, apprehensive about it i wonder if 
It's like it's a very popular book. Let's look at Kindle from like when we were children. Yeah, I feel like. Um, let's see. Everybody. Oh, look, I'm going to find it on Amazon. Could that be our item of the week? Yeah, we haven't done one of those in a long, long time. So I'm going to put everyone poops up at, um, what is it? Amazon.airquotelawpod.com. Yeah. Um, here's a book. Oh, I can get it for free with Kindle Unlimited. Do you have Kindle Unlimited? I do. It's 10 bucks a month and you get just like, if a book is in the Kindle Unlimited. Yeah, library, that's my problem. Yeah. It, they're never what I want. It's not in there. Well, they have kids books. So, um, you know, it's good to have for that. Yeah, because um, she doesn't care. Yeah, well, because sometimes I have it and it's just like, if I want to read a book, but I don't know what I want to read, I'll go see if there's anything like good on Kindle Unlimited, you know, which sometimes there is. Um, but Hey, the book everybody... that I wrote about playing craps is on Kindle Unlimited. Oh, is it? Yeah. I have a copy. I think I bought it. I think you made me buy it. Oh, really? I have a physical copy in my attic somewhere. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's like a phone number where you can call you on the back of it. I don't, I don't think that phone number is any good anymore. <laughs> yeah. But how much money you make off that book? I haven't made much in a while. You but wrote I wrote a book? A couple bucks every so often. It was like a self-published book, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Go to crapsbook.com. If you go to crapsbook.com, it'll bring it up. Why did Under you write a, a book? Name. Huh? Why did you write a book? Well, so the story behind it, you, you want the whole story? A brief version, at least. So um, a buddy of mine and I were playing craps somewhere. This was, God, this was like, a long time ago, like two. Do I know this buddy? Uh, probably. He's an attorney, attorney, Pennsylvania. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, know yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, we were playing craps somewhere. I want to say that this was like 2009 or 2010, and there were a couple of other guys that were playing. This was in Philly somewhere, and they were. I don't know whether we gave them advice about a bet that they were making or what it was. And then they just started asking us a bunch of other questions. And we were like, do this, do that. Don't do this, this, that, and the other. And eventually it just, I mean, we ended up taking a nice run on this table. We made a bunch of money. They made a bunch of money because craps is a game where you can have 10, 12, some tables, even as many as 14 people all around the table and everybody is, is theoretically betting on the same roll of the dice. So if everybody's betting together and it's a hot shooter, everybody's happy because everybody's winning together. And these guys made a bunch of money and obviously we made money and they were you know trying to tip us for teaching them stuff at the end and this, that, and the other. And we're like, no, 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 it's good. And they're like, dude, you guys should charge money. You should give people lessons. And we were like, ooh, there's an idea. How fun would that be to get paid money to teach people to play craps? So we set up a website that the, the goal 
was us to provide information about the game, strategies on how to play, bets to avoid, bets that were good, this, that, and the other. Because it's the only bet, it's the only table in any casino where if you make the right bets, there's very, very little house advantage. And we thought that this was going to be kind of a way that people that are looking for information are going to find this and then they're going to want to inquire about booking us to do lessons. I will tell you that we've, we did zero lessons ever. Um, and after a while of writing all of these articles for this website, the light bulb went off in my head and I was like, you know what? I can compile all of this data and this content that I've written and I can rework it so that there's a kind of a cohesive narrative to it and publish it as a book. So I did. And at that point in time, I don't know what it's like now, but at that point in time, there were only like eight or nine different books that you could buy on Amazon that were on the topic of playing craps. So my thought was, hey, if I get it up there and it's on Amazon and somebody's just blindly searching and I'm one of nine or 10 books, there's going to be a 10% chance that somebody purchases this book. And for a while, I was making over $1,000 a month in royalties on that book. And that has slowed down a little bit. But I get, I get wires every month from sales and the Kindle library thing and everything like that. So people are reading it every so often. People are buying it every so often because I get, like I said, I get deposits every month for small amounts of money. I mean, it's never, it's never even 100 bucks anymore. It's like... $8 and 30 bucks and $12 and just random fucking amounts of money. But I don't give a shit. It goes into a high yield savings account that isn't particularly high yield anymore, but it just sits there and fuck it. Who cares? Nice. So yeah, if anybody wants to learn to play craps, go to craftsbook.com. Feel free to email me questions about playing craps. In fact, email us any questions about Vegas because sometime in the next couple of weeks. Now that was actually like a real segue. Um, oh, it was. An unplanned good, good segue that obviously I've botched by talking about it, but who cares? Um, we are eventually going to do an episode probably within the next couple of weeks uh, talking about Vegas, things to do, where to stay, things like that. So if you have questions, email us. We'll address them in that episode, airquotelawpod at gmail.com. Um, I, I am in Vegas on the regular. In fact, I'll be there again next week. I believe that I was either, I might've been in between Vegas trips when we first launched this podcast, or I was about to go on. You're always in between Vegas trips. I am well accurate, but, um, I believe that I was like, literally, I think I had two Vegas trips that were, that, that had less than a week between them, or maybe had a 10 day span between them when we first started this podcast, maybe, um, or I was about to go on the first of those two trips. Who knows? I'm always in Vegas, like, like you said. Um, so I can tell you all sorts of stuff to, to do things to avoid. Um, I mean, we've already talked about ways to avoid the timeshare shit. Some of that's gone away. Um, well, yeah, write in and we will feature it on our episode. Yeah. Get all the answers um, and some stickers for writing in. Yeah. So what else do we got going on? I know Ariel last episode, I was like, Ariel has a bunch of things going on. I'm very excited for you for all the things, but do we properly address all of your things? Cause I'm so excited for all of like your shit that's happening. 
I mean, I think so. Because I know we talked about, you know, you have a new job. I do have a new job. We found the rabbi. We you have foster kittens. We do. Whether we touch on a good this, thing but... that you're allergic to, that you've got like a red ring around your nose for sure. I <laughs> for sure do. Um yeah, I would say I'm pretty. I'm just very excited because I feel like there's been the job hunt, which has now come to an end. There's been the rabbi hunt, which has now come to an end. Yeah. I'm out of a job because of the rabbi hunt, unfortunately. Uh, I know. You like, were never going to be paid for that. And that would have cost you a lot of money. So, well, it's I'm going to listen. Gonna it's going to cost me the money to get there anyway. But what I might do as we get a little bit closer, I might try to. Uh, see what uh you know when is the date because you're you're doing this one what a sunday or something no i'm doing it on a saturday which is the problem okay was a problem because that is the sabbath for jews i got you for whatever reason i thought you were doing it on a sunday so i was going to go try to find some sort of wedding happening near there on on the day before which i still might do and see if i can book myself to be a wedding magician at somebody else's wedding. So the problem is, is no one speaks English. Like there's not, they don't get like a ton of English speaking weddings. Like they've had like one other English speaking wedding. Okay. So like you could be a magician that's just not speaking. Look, I, you could be do like you have a, a deck of cards? Musician. Do you have a deck of cards? On me? Somewhere near we you? Do in our house, I'm sure. Like... I, I can do a magic trick for you if you've got a deck of cards without me touching the cards because you're on the other side of the Zoom screen. Oh, I I'm wish sure I had a deck of cards. I do not. I'm in my office. I'm sure that I can figure out how to do many tricks without saying words. <laughs> I'm sure. Or I'll just, or learn, just learn Italian. Italian, exactly. Yeah. Duolingo Italian. How tough Ugh. can that be? I um, tried I've to learn Italian it. via like Duolingo during COVID. Then I tried to learn Japanese and neither of them. I, it turns out I'm just, I'm not going to do Duolingo. I finally deleted it off my phone because I'm like, this is really ambitious. I'm not going to do it. I've got it. <laughs> you I got it. think it's super beneficial. I've done it. It doesn't like teach you basic content. Like there's, there's a lot of issues with it, but. You know, to each their own. Well, is it a like a vocabulary things. builder more so than anything? Here's some words, yeah. learn these words. Yeah, I don't think like it does have conjugations. It just, I don't think, like it never gives you lessons. So you're kind of just like, um... yeah, but I think that if you start with this and then there are some apps that you actually pay for, you could probably get real lessons. I. Yeah, I've just acknowledged to myself, I'm not going to learn another language. Like I keep being like, that'd be so great to do. There's so much stuff I want to do. And I don't think that that's going to make the list of things. It's just like not, I mean, like I wouldn't necessarily, it's it's always been on my bucket list, but I would not necessarily probably have that capacity to do it without needing to do it for citizenship purposes. Well, so um, in other news, what other news do I have? Um, I, this isn't really news, but I did just, it's Medium 
law related. Oh, are you learning Italian over there? I just finished that series, The Dropout, and I started listening to the podcast. Has anyone what is it? looked into that? It's um, it's a true story. It's the Theranos. Did we talk about this already? I don't. I feel like I talked about it with someone because I was like, someone talked to me about this and no and but basically it was this like healthcare company that was a scam they weren't a healthcare company they were a blood test this is like all over the place and yeah. there was a documentary about this and now there's like a real movie she yeah they were like fabricating lab tests it was supposed to be that you could like do a whole host of lab work with one drop of blood it literally never worked they like and the woman who a bunch of investors. Yeah, became like she became the youngest self-made like female billionaire. billionaire. And it's yeah, so got bad. a lot of investors and just like they didn't have a product. Like it didn't work. These machines were supposed to be in Walgreens in like two states, these blood test machines. So and this is just like they, some big Ponzi scheme. Yeah, like I like, think they were so delusional. delusional. Yeah. Like they were either getting blood tests and they were either running them on machines that weren't theirs, which meant they had to like dilute the blood because they only got a drop of blood or they just flat out lied and took vials of blood, even though that was like the thing that they weren't. Yeah. They would do it as like a backup. They'd be like, just in case, like, we're going to take a whole vial and that's how they were really. And that the whole point of selling this product is like, oh, if you don't like giving blood, it's just a pinprick. It's not a, a whole draw. So like it didn't even, everything was crap and it all came to and they this company was like so secretive about what went on inside um they made everyone sign all these non-disclosures and people who were exposing them they were like following around it was crazy so i watched the show which it was and the show is really good it stars amanda seyfried who um is from mean girls among other things i mean mean girls is like what I know her from a really old reference for her it's a really old reference for her that's true but it's like the one that sticks out in my head but from on the podcast hearing the interviews of Elizabeth Holmes the, the woman who she plays and Elizabeth Holmes has like this like weird deep voice Amanda Seyfried's portrayal is like on point I was like oh this is like she just is a weird weird person so there's is there there's a tv show Mm -hmm. And a podcast. Yeah, there was a podcast. He was it, which, like a documentary podcast. And then there, there was also the, the documentary. I think it was made from the, the podcast was made from the documentary. So what are these things called? In case people want to listen to them or watch them, the podcast is there called the knows. Dropout. The Dropout. That's the podcast and the TV show. Like a drop of blood. Mm-hmm. And she was a college dropout, so I think it's like both. Like a little double entendre, if you will. Yes, but. Um, let's see. I, I could not I say it was like on HBO. I could not stop watching the show. The show is on Hulu and it's eight episodes and is I could not also call the dropout. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Uh, so the, the HBO documentary was the inventor out for blood in Silicon Valley. Huh. Oh, I feel like I kind of now want to watch that. And I know there's a book, but then I'm going to become the weird person that like sees all the things about it. And that's just like maybe too much. Like there was a documentary on, uh, no, I don't know if it was a documentary. It was more of a dramatized movie. I think it was on Netflix about um, a woman who conned people into going into like old homes and then taking all their money. 
Oh, that was a movie. Yeah. Was that um I really do care? Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's and it had called. Peter Dinklage in it. And yes. yes. I watched that. It was crazy. It's another one of those that, that will make you think see things a little differently. Yeah. That one was just a movie though. It wasn't based on anything real, was it? I think it was based on something real. Oh. I watched it and it definitely like it's a good watch. I recommend it. It made me angry and that just like it was one of those you're just kind of like yelling at the screen the whole time like why are you doing this? But I, you would imagine that people are getting away with that kind of shit or something yeah. similar to it all the time. Yeah, well cuz I feel like they didn't just make up that this happens. It probably happens. It's I feel like these like we have this one we have inventing Anna. I feel like all of this is very like trendy right now which is a stupid trend and yet yeah. I'm consuming it all. I'm not watching Inventing Anna anymore. I mean, like What's maybe I'll finish it eventually. But... Well, I think that was the one I suggested we all watch. You know, what was it? That's the one with the, um, the fake German heiress. Yeah, it was not good. No, but there, there was a time when like I was drinking and talking about this with my friend and it's all of a sudden I'm like let's all just do her impression because it's so fun and ridiculous Anna Delvey she has like this strange accent speaking of drinking like, we should do a drinking episode sometime fine by me like one that yeah. we, are, we are drinking while we're doing it I'm game you don't have to tell me twice Maybe, maybe yeah. even one time we do a power hour. Always up for that. Or the episode. Would we be physically in the same place for this? Or are we still going to be on Zoom? I think we could do it either way. I, I think it would make more sense for us to try to set it up so that we're uh, all in the same place. If we can get a good setup for the recording. I mean, yeah, easy enough. Well, we can all be around the same mic is fine. Because no, we don't we need to have so close. Maybe I'm just like not, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to open up the germ buffet. Yeah. Shower. It's not about showering. It's about mouth germs. (laughs) I say, even though Liz and I will like share a case up. Yeah. I feel like at some point, and I know I've said this before, but I feel like it's, if anything COVID has taught us, it's like at some point, Germs are like, it's kind of like all or nothing. Like if we're in the same space, if I'm, you know, I'm breathing in your germs, even if you're sitting across the table from me, like we're breathing in the germs. That does not make me a fan of breathing in other people's germs. No, but, but we can, we can figure it out. That part's easy. We can all be in the same place. We might end up having to have a sleepover because I'm not driving home after that sleepovers yay so it sounds lovely i'm game for it but um and any because this is our second episode we're recording in one day so if anything interesting happened i probably would have already reported it yeah, I mean, not a whole lot of time between episodes there. We decided for our, our fans here, you guys, the listeners and everything, that we would do two episodes since we did a bank episode last week. So here it is. This is number two. This one will drop on Monday as normal. And uh, 
obviously we won't have any um, listener mail, any questions from the jury because there just hasn't been an episode that's aired in time. And I don't even know if, because I did not re-listen to the Friends and MLM episode that dropped the bank one that we did. I didn't. I should. So do you I, do you listen to our episodes? I don't. I I don't like to listen to my own voice. No one does. I do. I do. <laughs> um, I know that I, we made some claims and we made some goals to either start or join an MLM in that episode, but I don't remember. So if you listen to it, let me know what my homework assignment there is. Sometimes I'll listen to them. The first few I listen to each one. But I don't mind listening. I mean, I think we're making quality content. And well, I listen to the MLM one so I know what my homework assignment is. Yeah. Um, because I don't remember. But if anyone's homework, um, you get homework assignments. Didn't we I decide we said, that we were yeah. going to join an MLM or something or start one? Yeah. I think we're going to start one. Or it might not legal, legal, right? They are, but not really, but kind of. It's fine. Is it? No, MLMs are awful and no one should join one ever. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll go back and listen to that one probably. I don't mind listening to myself um, because I'm perpetually annoying in my head anyway. So actually when I listen to it out loud, I'm like, oh, okay, you kind of sound like a normal person there. Look, it's it's bound to happen. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, oh, you're so annoying. So I'm I'm pleasantly surprised when I listen to my voice back and I'm like, oh, okay, you're not doing so bad there. But I guess that's just me. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm so itchy. So yeah, get us your QA questions for Vegas. Yeah. And, uh, oh, wait, wait, Jobeth, you had something you wanted to mention about where you're doing shows this weekend. Oh, yes. I, by the time this airs, it'll already be over. But um, so I'm doing two shows. I'm participating in a variety show that's happening over two nights. And I'm participating both nights at a place that when I pushed it out onto the Facebook, I got a text message from somebody being like, oh, you're doing a show there. And I'm like, and this is magic, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing magic as part of a variety show. And the guy's like, it's a kink bar. I'm like, a what? A, a kink bar. Is, is that exactly what it sounds like? Uh, probably. Can I Google the name of this place? Are you? I sent you a link to it. Oh, did you? Oh, oh, I, yeah, mm. to, the, to the group text. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, here it is. Okay. Oh, this it says the site can't be reached. Hold on. Let me reload. I'm on it right now. Oh, yep. No, it was just my phone. Um, it just says craft beer live music. And I mean, this is the place I think I talked about this because I went to check the place out so that I could see what the stage setup was like. And when I walked in there, there was a TV around the bar that was playing Star Trek The Next Generation. So I was kind of distracted by that. Um, because I'll stop and watch Star Trek in any situation. Um, I mean, it definitely, I think that I described this place as, you know, where I thought that like metal, you know, people that would go to a metal concert would be hanging out if there wasn't a metal concert in town. 
Oh, is this the bar where you told me I'd fit right in? Yeah, I thought so. But now maybe, okay. I don't know. We'll see. What are you doing this weekend? Um, the only thing that I have planned for sure is that I'm going in the morning. I'm going to go right like way before it opens. It opens at nine. I'm going to get there at eight. Probably there's a Hello Kitty Cafe truck. Oh, yeah. The, that's back. Oh, well, when I tried to go years ago, I waited in line for two hours and gave up. So I you know go that's in Vegas year. all the time. Well, it's not here all the time. Speaking of the Vegas episode. So I guess we'll have to go on a field trip. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll look into this. I mean, I'd have to, you know, I guess deposit my child somewhere. So these shows are late at night. You probably don't want, you're not going to go to this show and then be somewhere at like 8 a.m. the next day. Well, I'm going to go Saturday morning. So if there's a Saturday night show, there is. Yeah. Well, wait. What time does what time is your show? The show starts at not, like the doors open at nine. And okay. The show I think is set to go off at ten. But when okay. I went to check out the space, oh, when it's was that? Sometime not like mid- I need hours and hours of sleep to stand in line for a Hello Kitty coffee. It was like mid March. What does a Hello Kitty coffee mean? Oh, I'll look up exactly what's on the truck while Joe Beth talks. Yeah. About there, so I went there in mid March to check out like the you know the layout because there's some things that I can do anywhere but there's some things that in certain settings i can't do and so i wanted to see the lay of the land what i could get away with what you know to plan what my performance was going to be because i mean really when you do these things you're on stage for like five ten minutes at the most but so you want it to be good and then you move on and the show definitely did not start on time so who knows when this thing's going to start but it is what it is i don't care think they're paying me so that's cool too i don't really care about that but i i don't mind getting paid it makes me feel like i'm a professional magician since i'm getting paid to go do magic somewhere so while liz is looking up this hello kitty truck the, the hello kitty cafe um again the email address is airquotelawpod at gmail.com we're on all the social media stuff that we're on air quote law pause so send us some messages if you've got questions about vegas questions about other shit questions about what we've talked about in any of the past episodes we want to hear from them uh, from you about them um random rants and stories maybe you've been to this hello kitty cafe and you want to yeah. talk about it so it looks like it's it just has some so right now the menu is it has food and drinks so you can get Mini cakes, macarons, cookies, madeleines, and or giant cookie. And then they also have merchandise. So you can get um, like a mug, a shirt, a plush, um, you know, a tote, a face mask. So just, and you just go and have a cute time, like just get your cute food. And it's like a whole Instagram thing. And I'm very excited because, I mean, I buy into all that shit. I want... I love Hello Kitty so much. I sent you a picture of it in Vegas, right? When I was out there. Um, probably. Probably. Yeah. So. And it's, I got to look and see what I want to buy. Cause I mean, I'm definitely going to have to get some merchandise and it looks like, um, I mean, I'll probably get the shirt to be honest. God, they must make a fucking killing off this thing in places well, where they're on tour. The most expensive thing 
that you can buy is a stainless steel thermal bottle, 32 ounces. That's $41. Yeah, um, and they probably pay like four bucks for that. Oh, shit. I'm sure. I don't really need any more like mugs or water bottles. <laughs> not if um, you want to stay married, right? Not if I want to stay married. That is true. So I don't know. I might get the shirt or the tote. Um, I'll have to see unless the plush is really cute. I'll have to see what it looks like. So got to get something but, for the kid too. Yeah. I mean, I'll get her to put all your other cups in. And yeah. The plush for the kid. I mean, the kid doesn't need any more plushes. But she you'll doesn't save even... this for your kids so that you can secretly have it for yourself. Yeah. Well, it, it you know, because if it's for uh, me. No, I feel like I need to go clean my ears out. <laughs> I don't oh know why. You just, you just get that right? sensation. Yeah, because you're thinking about it. Yeah, no. probably. But yeah, I mean, they'll maybe they'll have like kids shirts and I'll get her a shirt. I hope they do. There you go. Um, but so I'm we'll get more excited. into it when we do the Vegas episode. But the the Hello Kitty truck in Vegas is see I right am... beside the the hotel that I suggested that you stay at. We were talking about like Disney adults, which I am definitely not one. I am a Hello Kitty adult, and I think you're you can either be one or the other, or neither. I've never met one that's both. I guess we'll, we'll put, it, put it out there. <laughs> like can like I'm. I'm a Hello Kitty adult and I'm okay with that because Hello Kitty is wonderful. Not so, but yeah, you don't, you don't see both Disney adult, like you don't see people who you see Disney adults and you see Hello Kitty adults who are more rare. I I will say that when you are in Disney walking around the predominance of themed t-shirts, hats and otherwise are Disney centered. There's not a whole lot of, Oh, I'm gonna wear my SpongeBob shirt or my Hello Kitty well, shirt. And because you know, when in Rome. Because exactly. So there's some, always a smattering, but it's a single yeah. digit percentage for sure. Yeah, but like, I mean, you won't catch me like with any like Mickey or Minnie Mouse paraphernalia, but I mean, I'm here in my office and I have a whole bunch of Hello Kitties behind me. And that she's you. wonderful. I love her so much. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, until next time, if you, uh, hell, if you go to the Hello Kitty Cafe, tell us. Yeah. If it's in a city near you, wherever that might be, because it might not be near you this weekend, but it may have been there recently or in the future, drop us a line. So until next time, all, this was Air Quote Law Pod. If you're a working professional wondering what's next for your career, you've come to the right place. Whether you're looking for a promotion, growth, or a potential career transition, look no further. With over 30 years working in a variety of industries, I share my insider knowledge with those ready to get ahead on Career Advancement with Craig Ansell. Tune in to get your strategies for success. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives' activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. 
Electric Acid.